When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A little shoeshine boy, he never gets low down But he's got the dirtiest job in town Bending low at the people's feet On the windy corner of the dirty street Will I ask him while he shined my shoes How'd he keep from getting the blues He grinned as he raised his little head He popped his shoeshine rag and then he said Get rhythm When you get the blues Come on, get a rhythm When you get the blues What's going on? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. We're doing a little late night recording. Won't make a difference to the people that listen on the podcast app, but to anyone that tunes in YouTube, this is John Boy and Jake Radio. We're talking about some some local tri-state sports, some national sports, some weird news stories. We have uh, we have new people that come in on YouTube, so I like to explain the show before we get started. Now, Jake. Uh, the music, it's Confidence Week. Gives you a little swagger when you walk around. This is a, this was iAudible's. Jordan said that I could do whatever I wanted, and you can choose for tomorrow if you want. But that song by Johnny Cash, Get a Rhythm, used to be my, when I was playing hockey, I played better when I had a song stuck in my head. Okay. And I would just sing to myself while I skated around, you know? Um, and I love that song. Nice. It's it's your so it's your play hockey confidently song. It would just like put me in a good mood. Like get a rhythm when you get the blues. Come on, get a rhythm. It's easy, and you just kind of okay. like it's a little the tempo's a little more upbeat, and then it's got stories in it. I like songs with stories. So that's well, uh, that was my personal choice. Yeah, you don't see a lot of shows that follow up. All I do is win by DJ Khaled. Yeah, the next one was Jay-Z, and I was like, this is too much rap. That would be like three rap in a row. Never too much rap. Um, well, good. like Johnny Cash. Confident guy. Yeah. Not really, actually. Very depressed. I don't know if you can be confident and depressed, but if you can, then maybe he was. Tried for a confident spin, but we'll take it. <laughs> I like it. Um, how are you doing, Brother James? I'm all right. I'm all right. Sharks just lost, so that's a bummer. But yeah, it's a bummer because like, whatever, it's not really a bummer because that's what it is. But their window, like I thought it was closed already and now it's there. Uh, now it's like, is it slam shut? Is Thornton coming back? Is even, does that even matter? Hurdle's still there. Kachorp, who knows? Um, there's never going to win us a cup. So I'll tune in next playoffs. There we go. Yeah, they uh well we'll we'll talk about it a little more in a little bit. Sorry sorry for your sharks. Um yeah, that Yan- call, man. Yeah, that call that call fired up the blues. Yankees win that winning that winning call might have lost them the series. There's some radio. Boom. Radio. Boom. Radio coming at you hot. No, I'm I'm pretty grumpy. I uh Yankees won, which was good. Yankees won. I'm on this stretch here since When's the last time I went away? Did we go anywhere recently? Um, is it since spring training? Like since since baseball season started, I've just been on the same 
everyday right. grind for two months straight, uh, like like sixteen hours a day, grind. And Zimmer, my dog, who I talk about on the show all the time, he his like needy hour is seven to eight thirty, and that's right. when the baseball games start. And I've already taken care of him all day. And it's like if I had an office, I would just be able to work. And right. so I'm trying to watch the game today. And I, I got like three broadcasts going. I'm trying to put out content. And like he threw up. He shits. He needs to go outside. He won't go outside unless I go outside with him. And uh, I texted Katie. And I was like, I can't. I can't do this anymore. Like on game time, like I need you to stay yeah. home and hang out with him. Um but so I was I it I was really grumpy. I'm excited for this weekend because we're going away, and I think it's a much needed yeah. break to get me out of this room, which is good. And because uh, I mean I I'm just living in this room, and so I'm excited to go away. And then when I come back, my brother will be here with me, which will be like human interaction, like in the same room, and he can right. like lighten my load a little. So I'm right. ready to hit step two of the season, uh, for the next two months. Nice. I, I like that. I think that was well delivered. Um, yeah, I take turns picking up some poop puke or whatever it is. Um, yeah, and we'll we'll get you away. When's uh the bachelor party this weekend yep. for our good friend Nick Pronk? Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? You're right. You're right around it. Um, yeah. Pretty. When when's the last time you've like done a big group thing with guys uh that's i don't know that's a weird phrasing <laughs> get tried to corner you there <laughs> like a big group event it kind i i don't know like it, it, boozing with the guys has it been like since cali kind of yeah but that's only like six months um yeah i, I don't know i mean i i Brett's bachelor party, like that would be the closest yeah. resemblance of this. But like we would when I went back to California and visited in March, we went and like day drank and hang out. So I don't know if that counts. We you're had a big headlock the whole time. I don't know what you're we're I don't know what guys, I don't know how to we're answer have this. you in a headlock the whole time. I don't know how to answer that question. Get ready I mean, for the headlock. I'm super I I have a super limited group of friends in New Jersey. But uh, I don't know how to answer that specific question. Get ready for the headlock. <laughs> When's the last time you had what a week? What do you grade in your day? Uh, five. The Yankees almost won too easily. Like they, it was such an wow. Snoo- it was such a snoozer of a game that snobby. they snobby. Yeah, I was so snobby. They didn't get my heart racing enough to like like because yesterday they had the dramatic comeback, so it upped my score. It was over but, in the first inning. It was over as soon as Gary hit that three-run home run. It was over. It was there was no chance Baltimore's winning. Hess is so bad. They traded for that guy. Whatever we can do that on talking Yanks. Yeah, he's so bad. I felt it got to the point where I felt really bad for him because they let him go wear it, and he he wore it pretty tough. But I'm I'm giving my day a four-eight. I really Ooh. I really snapped. I texted Katie and, and I was like, uh, Zimmer just broke me. Like I love Zimmer. Yeah. He's my best friend, and I think it's just. I've been in this room for two months straight, 16 right. hours a day, um, doing the same thing every single day. I love it. Yeah. It's a blast, but I just need uh, just Break done. it up a little, yeah. 
Um, put put me down for a five. You know, I had a weird segment of today where I just got <laughs> lost in the time. Uh, that was pretty bizarre. It was so weird, man. You didn't know the time correctly. I was an hour and I was an hour ahead, or no? I was in my head. I was an hour behind. I I still don't even know. I was just lost. And then I got an hour back at some point, which I was excited about. But then I was mad at myself because I was lumping around. At Tuesday, never mind. Answered you, my own question. You daylight save question. You daylight savings yourself. Like when we were talking, you were like, "There's not a lot of time. It's only an hour and a half to the game." And then an hour later, you texted me. You're like, "Is there's an hour left to the game? I was wrong. <laughs> I got an hour yeah. back." You ran your clock forward and ran it back in one day. But I was I was just so disappointed because there was, like I I work on a mini schedule. Like okay, I point A to point B to point C to point D, and what do I need to do to get to those points in the day? And being an hour ahead, I I I lost all my points. Like the <laughs> stuff I wanted to do, I lost those points. And then by the time I regained the point back. Like I couldn't go back, so it was it was a little frustrating. I mean, me being dumb, but a if nice I, Yankees win. If I knew how to hack, if I knew how to hack phones, it'd be so fun to hack your phone and change the time on it. Wow, that just really messed you up, prankster. Yeah, well, Zim pranks me all the time. Throws up, poops. He pooped on Luke's lap today. Stuff, because <laughs> I told you he, he like brews and then he like does a movement. It just falls out. Right. It comes out like hard, like it's been out for like a week already, but it just right. drops. So Luke came home from college. He picked Zimmer up and just had him on his lap, and they're like all hanging out. And then he just <laughs> poop falls right on him. That was funny for all our new listeners. <laughs> Zimmer's a dog. Zimmer's. Well, I think we have a lot of YouTube that are. are New listeners that tune in, we yeah. appreciate you. Uh, all right, let's, let's go. In, let's go into tri-state sports. The tri-state news is as follows. The Yankees blow out the Orioles. Gary Sanchez hits another three-run home run. Clint Fraser hit two home runs. There was some other scoring, and the yeah. Orioles dropped some balls, some more, and. They they look bad and the Yankees look good and go the Yankees and I'm sorry the Orioles the Mets win again Jake two in a row and kind of an attitude win a big win for them which is great for Mickey Callaway J D Davis with a big home run to take the lead in the seventh they give it up Alonzo ties it with an absolute moonshot in the eighth Rosario walks it off with an infield single in the ninth they're excited they're ecstatic Todd Frazier and Adam Eaton. Just get rid of their beef that I didn't know they had. That's kind of weird before the game. They were talking about mortgages and talking shit to each other. That was odd. And my good friend, Evan Roberts tore Adam Gase apart on radio today said, Adam Gase is a liar, a bold faced liar. Boom, 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 boom. Well, I think that that's good. You and I were looking for a lean on any of the Jets stuff. So now that E-Rob is in on it, I'm, we'll, we'll just take his side. Yeah, I'll take Evan Roberts' side. Yeah. Uh, so are, right. we, are we fully out on Gase, or do we still have a sliver of hope that we want him to be just like a cool weirdo for a little bit? 
So he he so Adam Gase the it's about the GM getting fired of the Jets and Adam Gase is the interim GM and he put out a statement today Jake that said like it wasn't because they didn't get along it wasn't because he they were disagreeing it's just you know these things happen um, I have no interest in being the GM we're gonna hire someone for that job and that's why Evan Roberts is saying dude shut up just tell us. You didn't see eye to eye. You think you can do a better job and you want to bring in people you can trust because in the, in the, um, in the one week that Gase has been the interim GM, Jake, he's already made four personnel moves, uh, within his first week. And he, and he also fired a scout. So that's why Evan Roberts is saying, don't tell us you have no interest in being a GM when as soon as you become the GM, you make moves. Yeah, that's a great point, because especially this isn't a part of the season where there's a lot of, like, well, we've got one free agent signing, but, like, moving guys around like that, or, like, they, they traded one of their linebackers instantly. Um, now they're making more news moves. So, yeah, it's like, at a certain point, lean into it a little bit. Um yeah, so like Robert Evans just saying you're a liar. You know, Google Images put a blue bar around all their pictures, and it's so dumb. Whoever if whoever runs Google Images is in charge of this. You just made your website look like it's from the 1995s. So so fix your shit. Anyway, um, wow. Adam Gase. Yeah, I mean, um, Evan Roberts is right. Don't sit there and tell us you have no interest in being a GM and then fire people. If you had no interest in being a GM. You wouldn't be a GM. You'd just wait for them to hire someone else. Right. You wouldn't even have to interim. We could we could find someone else. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, we're with Evan. Team Evan. Did you Team hear about Evan. this Todd Frazier and Adam Eaton beef? I heard they were beefing at the end of, like, last game or something. So they had they were teammates in 2016 with that White Sox team that lost their shit. LaRoche quit in spring training because... Right. Half the team mutinied that his annoying son couldn't be in the locker room. And then right. they were like, okay, fine. The players want the kids out of the locker room. And then the other half of the clubhouse was like, that's fucked up. He was fine, right. you know? And then Chris Sale cut the jerseys, and they had all that stuff going on. Well, Todd Frazier and, and Eaton were on that team. And I guess something happened where they fought in the clubhouse, and no one's ever talked about it, but they've been chirping each other on the field ever since. And no one's ever said anything publicly until last night. They chirped each other on the field. And Adam Eaton, Todd Frazier said, like, ah, that's on the field stuff. That's nothing. And Adam Eaton came out and said, basically said, like, Todd's immature. I don't know why he's talking to me. Every time he sees me, it's like he just, he says something loud enough so I hear it, but quiet enough so I don't understand it. Then I'm screaming, what? And we're yelling. He always wants me to be yelling. Uh, I'm a I'm an adult. I got a house. I got a mortgage. Like, let's just be adults. And so then Todd had to respond. Right. And he was like, listen, I don't want to do this. Um, you know, when it comes down to it was being a man. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, Todd Frazier, he says. Uh, he says, yeah, I mean, you can ask all 23 guys on that team. Uh, they know what happened. And uh, you guys know what happened. and uh, Or he's like, they know what happened, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Ask 23 of our teammates, and they'll tell you where they stand between me and Adam Eaton. And uh, about uh, his mortgage, uh, pay your mortgage, bro. <laughs> I think the next move for you is just living in that Jersey voice. 
<laughs> I love Todd. Todd Frazier's voice reminds me of home. It's very weird. I think you, I mean, we talked about Adam Gase having to lean into the GM thing. I think you got to lean into that voice, man. <laughs> well, I, that was my accent at one point. That was nice. Born and raised in New Jersey. Uh, Todd Frazier sounds like all my friends that were born and raised in Hazlitt, Cal- Hazlitt New Jersey. Right. Todd Frazier sounds like them. Um, and it reminds me of like, it's, when I hear Todd Frazier talk, it reminds me of where I grew up. It's very weird. It's like, it's not even the accent. It's the cadence and the way he talks. It's crazy. But uh, Adam Eaton, here's my thing. Todd Frazier is a known good guy. Right. He's been on the Reds, the White Sox, the Yankees, the Mets, and every clubhouse says he's a great clubhouse guy. He's got friends like everywhere. I've never heard a bad thing about Todd Frazier's personality once. So if you're Adam Eaton, that's a bad look for you because you're picking right. a fight with a known good guy. Adam Eaton plays on the field like a hardo, Jake, which I love. Right. But uh, in the clubhouse, he's probably that same hardo and probably doesn't get jokes and is annoying. Because ta- him saying Todd Frazier's always talking loud enough so I hear, but quiet enough so I can't understand it. I'm screaming, what? Like That sounds like, yeah, dude, sounds like you're a fucking idiot and Todd Frazier knows how to annoy you. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like you didn't grow up in Jersey and you didn't get if if Adam Eaton chirped back one time with like, "Hey, what, what's what's that beauty mark on your face or something like that?" I think the beef would be over. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if Adam Eaton went back with a chirp, that would actually it would be the first time a chirp would end a beef. Yeah, like Frazier would be like, "Thank God, man." So Adam Eaton and him they met at second base before the game today. I tried to read their lips, couldn't tell. Uh, if I'm reading the body language, Adam Eaton did all the talking. Seemed like Todd Frazier. I think I think Adam Eaton was apologizing. I shouldn't have taken it to the media. Sorry about that. Um, but you know, you really pissed me off and blah blah. And Todd Frazier's like, all right, all right, all right, we're good, man. See ya. Yeah, we. Uh, Todd Frazier when he was on R2C2, which was great. If you remember, they mentioned the thumbs down guy, and he was like, oh my god, like just just the most East Coast like. You you know all my thoughts in the way I'm gonna say this. Oh my god! Yeah, and that that's what he did there, and I think that's probably what he did with the. That's what he said about when they asked him about the thumbs down guy. Todd Frazier's response is so good. He goes, "Oh that that guy, uh, that that guy's something." That's uh, yeah. That's all I'll say about that. (laughs) It's like okay, that guy sucks, Dick. (laughs) I've heard that guy sucks. Uh, like people that that follow us and listen have gone and talked to the thumbs down guy and they're like he's i mean look at him he's of course he sucks yeah i mean that's uh (laughs) of course he sucks but Um, all right the mets on the field stuff jake sure win streak baby two in a row but this is a come from behind win and they were fired up like jd davis hit the home run in the seventh and alonzo was fired up pushing them shoving excited and then alonzo hits the bomb to tie it again in the eighth like this was it was a morale win you know what i mean so it's it's what they needed yeah and i i think that's one of the good things they have going for them at this point is their young guys i mean that's if you have a bunch of old guys turn on you that's it but i mean pete alonzo this guy's a rookie he's trying to win the rookie of the year um mcneil he's back in the lineup he's still just hits and he's still trying to prove he's like a legit major leaguer, which he, he kind of is at this point. Yeah, he's um, doing well. 
So, yeah, I think when, and you know, J.D. Davis comes in, gets the pinch hit. Is it a pinch hit homer? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. the young guy going nuts. Um, you beat the Nationals 6-5. You're putting the Nationals in your rear view. Um, so maybe that view. maybe this schedule was the best thing for them because they're like, man, we're we're getting blown up and destroyed. But imagine if we were these guys. Like the Nats are nineteen and twenty nine right now. The Mets are twenty two and twenty five. They honestly they had a bad week. They were five hundred. I think they were twenty and twenty, and then they just had a bad week. And then I I said it the other day. I'm hoping we can dig it up in a good way. Um, I said they're a good week away from being 500 again, <laughs> yeah. and like they're uh, so I don't know. I mean, and <laughs> and as we we found out um, on the last JJR, the Cespedes injury is the best thing that ever happened to Mickey Calloway. Like yeah. we we actually said in Jim, even going before that, we said, man, Brody Van GM, he might keep Mickey Calloway around because the targets on him. <laughs> now with the Cespedes injury, the targets kind of on Brody. It's on uh, Cespedes. It's kind of on the Mets. <laughs> like people are going to start bringing up the Will Ponds again. It's kind of best case scenario out of the worst case scenario ever. Yeah. Because a lot of people were eyeing like candidates. It was like Buck Showalter I saw floating around. And some other old school guys, like if you're going to change management, you need an old school guy to take right. over this team. Um, so, I don't know. Go the Mets. The Yankees are better. Ha! Ooh, got him. <laughs> um, Yanks are uh, the hottest team in baseball in the last month of, of, the, of the sport. Well, I don't know. And I, in the MLB, there could be some high school team out there just ripping it apart. DeGrom Scherzer tomorrow, so that's a fun one. Might have to get you on the league pass there. Um, And then uh, getaway day for them is Matt Strasburg. And then they go to Detroit. So, man, I mean, if they could, even if they split these next two with Washington and then they're at home versus Detroit, who's not a good team, I mean, they, they could be 500 by the end of this week and we all look back and shrug and say, oh, right, this is baseball. Things take time. Yeah. I mean, there there is some off the field stuff that was still stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's the Mets. That's the Mets. We're inept and bad at public relations. Step right up and meet the Mets. Great Subway the Mets. Series, June tenth. That's exciting. Our general manager was our best player's agent and dictates whether if. He, we can void his contract. Step right up and meet the Mets. We brush our teeth in the morning and then we lose baseball games at night. Step right up and greet the Mets. National news. Jimmy, the Raptors make me look like a fool on multiple levels. They get a big win at home tonight. No more Drake curse. Uh, Toronto ties up the series at two. Uh, Kawhi didn't even play great, and that's a series now. Um, Kill me for better the day reasons. St. Louis, Jimmy. Take down your Sharks. We're sorry. We talked about it at the top. Um there was a game, it, it was series-altering call um, that went against the Sharks, that went against St. Louis, that blew it for them. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, Jim, signed Nadokbikin. I've never been able to say it. Suh, it's Suh, Sue. dude. 
Nadonna, Sue Nadonna dude. I I meant the first name. Um, Cubs walked off on the Phillies. I just saw that on the TV. That was kind of cool. Javi Baez and Jim NBA. The top five picks in the draft made the first team all rookie team. So that's good. What do you mean the top made the first all-rookie team? What are you talking about? So, Jimmy, they do, in the NBA, they do, I'm trying to think. So, know how baseball does silver slugger, gold glove, all-star, and, you know, they kind of tie it all together. NBA is all about the, so for the main league, main league, they call it. um, The National Basketball Association. First team, second team, and third team, all NBA. That's what they got. Okay. Then they do um, all defense, all defensive yeah. team. And then they do the rookies, and they do a first team and a second team. And so the rookies this year, five guys on the first team all rookie were the first five picks in the draft, which doesn't happen. Oh, last year's draft. Yes. I don't know why I was thinking. I just have this year's draft on the mind. I was like, how could they be chosen as rookies? They're not even in the league yet. That's where my confusion was. But yeah, and okay, great. The, who, the who, last, was the, who was give me the five then? So the five were DeAndre Ayton, number one pick of the Suns. Marvin Bagley was the two pick. Doncic was the three. Jaron Jackson Jr. JJJ, um, get him on the show. Uh, for the Grizzlies, he was four, and Trey Young was the fifth pick. Um, first time this has happened since eighty four, eighty five. Jim, we're talking Hakeem the Dream. Michael Jordan oop, throws oh, up on himself. Oh wow. Charles Barkley, Sam Bowie, and Ken- Sam Perkins. Um, almost called him Kendrick. You've um, never been yeah, able to say. Yeah, little tri-state news. Mitchell Robinson made the second team. So how about that? Nice. You've never been able to say Michael Jordan's name without throwing up a little bit. Without throwing up on myself. It was actually before Sir Charles. Um, I almost I left out the Sir, so wow. the Burp Gods came okay. for me. Yeah. All right. So Raptors are winning. Kill you. Um, uh, Verlander almost had a no hitter. He had a no-hitter up until a hit got given up. Yeah, I think Abreu got him on the White Sox. I think he was no-hitter through a six and a half, something yeah. like that. A solo uh, shot right to dead center. Sorry. Um, uh, and, yeah, that's that's kind of it. Oh, no, man. Uh, the uh, the Raptors, dude. It's uh, The Bucks could have easily been up 3-0 with this series dead in the water, and now... Toronto claws back. They looked great today, even with Kawhi not being great. And now it's it went from okay sweep to like this will go seven, which is pretty nuts. Good for everyone involved. Yeah. Cubs Stephen walked a, off too. Actually, no. Stephen A. Smith isn't happy, Jim. Why? Because when he travels to Toronto, he has to go through customs, and he hates it. Oh yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. It's only annoying to enter America. It's it's not. It's nothing to enter Canada. Oh no, he said he he got he got picked. Wow, he got selected. He said it was like two and a half hours. He was hot. Yeah, he should be. When two we and a went half hours to Stephen A's time is valuable we, time. When we went to Vancouver when we were nineteen and wanted to go drink legally, we drove to the Vancouver and breeze going through, Br- absolute breeze going into Canada. Sure, and then. Driving back, it took like four hours just to get into America. 
and we had Krauser, our good friend, put alcohol in the back seat, and we were 19 years old going to America, and I was like, dude, don't do that. I'm driving. This is going to be bad. He's like, blah, blah, blah. So we get stopped. They check the trunk, and they're like, what is this bottle? And he's like, oh, that's Jack Daniels. Right. And we were like, I was like, okay, this sucks. And then they just said, okay, and we left. So it was like, what? Yeah. Thanks, I guess. Not then I, I then I drove 17 hours straight behind the wheel, and uh, when we got to Davis, California, I was I was sleeping a little bit. That was scary. Yeah. So I had to tap out. We were supposed to split it up, eight hours and eight hours, but um, I said I could you do the rolling. whole way. You got rolling. You wanted it. Yeah, I said, I'll do the whole way. I know, bitch. Yeah. And then, well, later on, I drove 18 hours from you, no, from Denver to Davis, California. Straight. Yep. 18 hours straight. Uh, pitched He's up a driver, folks. Picked up a hitchhiker. Who, who had, uh, yeah, scary stuff, man. He had tattoos all over his face. Big gauged earrings. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Um, Blake Harlow. If anyone's from Kentucky and they know a Blake Harlow. Yeah, reach I, out. I picked him up as a hitchhiker because I felt so bad for him. He was stuck in Nevada, which is the scariest place in America. Mm. It's like one rest stop and then there's three hours of nothing and then another rest stop. And I was like, all right, I've been driving for 16 hours. I was like, I can take you to Davis if you want. I put this this knife that I have that's like a, it's not really a knife. Like It is a knife, but it's for decoration. Right. I put it on my belt loop and made sure he could see it. Not like I'd ever use it. Badass, dude. Well, I was like, this is my one line of defense. And then he got in the car and he was like, it's actually a lot scarier for me, man, because like you can now drive me anywhere you want. Yeah. And I said, yeah, that's true. So you're not going to kill me. You stabbed him. That is. You'd stabbed him to death. Yeah, nah. No, I dropped him off in Davis, California, because I was going to my friend's house, and I was like, this is as far as I'm going. He's like, well, I was trying to go to L.A. or San Francisco. And I said, okay, well, this is as far as I'm going. It's been four right. hours. You're not in Nevada. He's yeah, like, all right, do you know where I should go? I said, I, I don't know, man. Go wherever you want to go. Like, you're like a homeless dude. <laughs> yeah. You're, I, see, you, don't, you don't get a vote here. <laughs> go find some shade and please don't remember my license plate and like don't kill me. That's the uh, we we haven't done any any uh stand-up stuff on here in a while. There's w- old old Comedy Central Jim Gaffigan is the uh <laughs> cuz he back then he had this like I'm from the Midwest look and that was like his whole his whole shebang. And he goes, yeah, walking around New York, man. If someone asks you for directions, then now you're taking up their time. <laughs> he goes, holler and Turner. <laughs> There's a pause, and he goes, holler and Turner. Come on, buddy. <laughs> He's just looking around like, what? <laughs> I wasn't involved in this. That's, that's, uh, that's how it goes. That's good. Someone in the chat said that in the Baltimore is bad at baseball breakdown I did, the Indians have a phantom out, but no. Um, before they, before the Orioles walked Lindor, someone struck out. I forget who. So wasn't a phantom. I just didn't make it part of the video because I was highlighting the bad Orioles, not the good, and the strikeout was good. But it's confused a couple people, so I probably should have put it in. 
I didn't do a breakdown today. Should I do one on the Cubs? The Cubs have walked off a lot this year, Jake. And you know what they do when they walk off? They get, do like four Gatorade showers. It was it was pretty fun. I mentioned I, I caught it live. Because um, Javi Baez came in to pitch it. And no, no, what else was cool? Chris Bryant, or no, excuse me, Rizzo got a big double. Um, and it was cool because uh, this might sound baseball nerdy or this might sound right or dumb. I mean, that's usually where I land, but like, it was cool seeing the crowd's reaction to Rizzo getting the double. Like it was totally different than one of their like lesser players. You know what I mean? Like, the crowd loved it because it was Rizzo. It was if Judge. It wasn't yeah. if Judge had one for the Yankees, but like Rizzo hitting the double, you felt extra energy from the crowd, which was yeah. really cool. And then they brought Baez in to pinch hit, and the place went nuts. Oh, yes, and yeah. it was over. They that's their sixth walk off on the season. That's a good time. And it's their fifth in the month of May, and it's their fifth in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14. In their last 14 games, they have five walk-offs. That's crazy. That's the fun. Is their bullpen really good? you got to have a good pen to like stay in those games, right? Um, or it's the opposite. You have a bad pen that, that blows <laughs> puts it. you in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> one or the other, one of those, one of those tricks. Let's see who their pen is. Do you, do you know? Like Strope, Strope still over there. I know Carl Edwards Jr. was supposed to be their closer, but then he got sent down to start the year because he was right. doing so badly. They got to change his motion. They got uh, Tyler Chatwood, Steve Sishik, Brandon Kinsler, Brad Bach. Um, no one really exciting there. Yeah. Pedro Strope is on the ten day DL, and he was their closer. There's some Cubs for you. Shit. They do have uh Yeah, I don't know. Who's their rotation? Oh boy. Darvish, Hendricks, Hamels, Quintana, uh Jose Quintana and Lester. Lester. It's a good rotation. Why why were they predicted to only win seventy something games? Um I I I don't think that might have been just a take by someone. I mean, didn't Keith Law have the Yankees winning? 80 games or something. That, yeah, but you're not allowed to say his name on the podcast. Yeah, there was um uh, people were just down on the Cubs because it seemed like Matt Madden's magic had run out and um blah blah blah. Oh, he just invited some Penguins to the clubhouse and there you go, five game, five walk offs in 14 games. That's that's managing, man. Yeah. Hey guys, we're in a slump right now. Why don't we welcome in this magician? And then uh, they watch a magic show, and then they win. That's managing. They got the title. Yeah. And then you ask Madden about it, and he says, well, you know, per the stats, you know, if you have a magic show once every four months, you're going to loosen up the guys, but you have to mix it in with a penguin every other day. And then every third week, you have to have a dress silly, and that is the formula. Blow the whistle. <laughs> halftime. Got anything for halftime? I think you had it there. Um, we got the 
some some late Joe Madden Hayden in the first half. We I, got I, I don't hate Joe Madden, but I he's so yeah, I think you do. <laughs> well, okay, how about this? I think he's a good I think, ma- you do. I, I think he's a good manager. <laughs> okay. But I dislike him as a guy. Yes. Okay. Is that fair? That's fair. Nice. Someone someone said do an impression of Jake. It's pretty good. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Nothing for halftime. We're going on to weird news. We just did it. All right. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. Coca-Cola is bringing back new Coke in honor of Stranger Things, Jake. A spider scare led to a Georgia woman's van rolling into a river. Some high school students were arrested for lacing their teacher's drink with household cleaner. Yesterday, we had the middle schoolers who gave their teachers semen-filled cookies. Today, we have high school students arrested for lacing their teacher's drink with household cleaner. A DUI suspect refused to get off their cell phone during the traffic stop. Why would they? And the French mayor is trying to start a baby boom by giving out Viagra to everyone. Smart. And a car owner coated his vehicle with cow shit to cool it off during the summer. I read the news today, oh boy. <laughs> Someone in the chat said, they said, I never caught the live show on YouTube. This is cool. Followed it up immediately with, did someone say semen-filled cookies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that was yesterday's up. Yeah. Um, Where do you want to start with the news? Well, uh, I'll tell you what. I, I think we go to the car owner Coates' vehicle with cow dung. Um, a, fun sentence. Um, this is happening in India. Okay. Um, and wow. I mean, fully smeared it. Oh, wow. This car is full of cow shit. It's kind of impressive. It's like really well done. It is. It's a It's a paint job with cow shit. I, if anyone's watching live, you will see it in two seconds. It looks like artwork, man. Um, Facebook that, user Rupesh Garanga Das who wrote the best use of cow dung I've ever seen. Um, How does that help to, keep the car cool? And isn't there something that doesn't smell like shit that could also just keep the car cool? Like, why don't you just use mud? Yeah, like if... if I mean, resourceful guy, I guess. Um, because once it gets hot, I'm guessing the cow shit... Starts to smell worse and worse. <laughs> you're yeah, stuck in traffic in just a boiling sunspot, and you're just like you, the cars next to you roll down the window. Like, dude, why does your car smell like shit? Oh, I coat the outside with cow shit to help in the hot temperatures. It's not helping. It smells so bad. So, Jim, I I was actually gonna call. I was gonna throw a bull spit out here, and say. That this was just like a a social experiment, mm-hmm. like this guy posted this, and he was gonna see how many people would do it, like a, 
kind of a gotcha, a little prank. Yeah. It says, Jim, in rural rural India, it's a common practice to apply cow dung on the floors and walls, allowing it to dry, believing the coating makes it warmer in the winters and colder in the summers. So if I was um, to say to someone, uh, you hear about India, their houses are uh, they're made out of shit. Uh, non-Indians would tell me, "You, dude, that's super mean. Like, that's really terrible yeah. thing to say. And then an Indian person would come up and say, actually, he's correct. Our houses are made out of shit. I think you, I think you have to say rural India. I okay. think that was a very key word. <laughs> okay, rural India. So I, yeah, I, I, I walk around, like, we're going to the bachelor party with, like, 16 guys next weekend. Right. I just walk around dropping, you hear about India? Whoa, what's that? Their, their houses are made out of shit. I'm correct. Rural India. Rural. You still missed the key word we just talked about. <laughs> I did. I blew it. Yeah. So, yeah, man, knock yourself out. <laughs> yeah, might be my new fun fact. It's a good one. It's a good one. All right. Conversation um, starter. So this spider scare led to a woman crashing her van and rolling into the winter river. I don't know if she died or anything. Wow. Let me see. Because that'll change it. But this pisses me off. Um, You'll be pissed off if she dies or if she doesn't die? Uh, no, if she dies, I have to, by law, feel bad. Oh, no. She jumped out of the vehicle. Okay. Well, good. She's dumb. People that are that are scared of... People that like are driving and something happens and they get so scared of like a spider in the car that they're going to crash their car down and can't just remain calm. Like... You like a, like unless it's a, a deathly spider that you know can. Yeah, I mean, if, they're, if we're talking diesel spider, like you know Nat Geo spider, I think it plays. I but doubt. I, mean, I bet this spider was the size of a penny. I almost guarantee. Yeah, it. we're in Atlanta. I I don't. I'm not as well versed on Atlanta spiders as I'd like to be, but um, not yet. Yeah, anyway, seen, not yet. Um, that's what. Again, that's what the bachelor party this weekend's for. Mm-hmm. Um. To study some arachnids. Did I get that right? Arachnids, yeah. Nice, dude. I have um, no idea what that is, so I don't think so. But uh, yeah, backing her Kia down the boat ramp. This is the second boat at Jimmy. It's boat season. If any of you listening have a boat, be careful out there. Um, because if you don't put it in park, the car goes in the water, mm-hmm. and that's bad. Unless you're chitty chitty bang bang, then you want that. Unless you're Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and you want that. Yeah. Truly scrumptious. Were you a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang watcher no. as a child? No. I know that was another O'Brien family family movie. Yeah, but I feel like that's a more common. Like, Newsies is like an exclusive club. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was like a huge hit. Ooh. It's Stick I mean, Van Dyke. times. Man. It's Stick different Van Dyke. times. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think Newsies nowadays would be... Not more well-regarded, but probably more well-known. Because of the Broadway play. Before the Broadway play, it was such a such a cult classic. Like, God. not a lot of people knew about it. You and your cults. Then Broadway learned it. But, uh, yeah, dude, the, the plot of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is bizarre. Is that your mom's favorite movie or some, some crap? No, I think my mom likes it. Uh, my mom hates The Wizard of Oz, I think. Okay, opposite. Yeah. I don't know how she feels about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I think it's up there because I think you guys had a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang poster. 
I think I said something once, and maybe she was just being snarky because she likes to be snarky with me. I don't know. She but listens I think, sometimes. I, I think she said something like, oh, yeah, well, that's my favorite movie. Yeah. I don't know. Well, crazy. Give you, a reason, give you a reason to talk to your mom. Crazy, crazy movie. What's next? Uh, DUI suspect refused to get off the cell phone during a stop. Of yeah. course. Why, why, why do they have to? No brainer. Just give me the ticket. Let me go on my way. And I'm, I'm on an important phone call. So. Ooh. Ooh. Jim, you're going to want to click it. Uh, mostly because we have a sexy picture of the hunk that got pulled over. Okay. Interested. This is in Riverside. DeMarco McCrane, 53. You're saying I'm going to scroll down. There's going to be a sexy picture. Oh, wow. Yeah, that guy's full of sass. <laughs> that, yeah. that guy's full of sass. Like, that looks like the face of a guy that sassed the... F- I'll share it with the chat again. He sassed the fuck out of the officers. Like, if that's his yeah, mugshot picture... Yeah, he's, he's got this... He's got the cleanly shaved head. He's got... How, how would you describe those glasses? You're my glasses guy. They're the kind of glasses that Katie wants to get, but I don't allow her to get because I think they look like science project glasses. Controlling... Um, <laughs> And yeah, you you just expect the drunk mugshot. Like usually, it's it's either like too happy or it's very sad or whatever. Um, he's kind of got this head lean going on, and he's like, <laughs> he's ready to fight the law. <laughs> yeah. Well, as he was being processed, he became combative, pulled out his dentures, and kicked them across the booking room floor. <laughs> 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 This guy, power power plays only by this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, nothing like taking your teeth out and kicking them across the floor. Maybe sure. the cops said they were going to kick his teeth in, and he was like, these, and kicked him over to him. Have at it. These, have at it. <laughs> Get it? Because you'd, <laughs> li- <laughs> you'd have a lisp, Jake, with his teeth That was out. nice, yeah. <laughs> good. You, you've had some good voices going this up. Uh, okay. Uh, the French mayor is trying to start a baby boom by giving out Viagra. Sure. I mean, it sounds like you're just going to have a bunch of horn balls walking around. Uh, H as an R. A bunch of French horn balls? You got a voice for that? V, V. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's good. V. That's the render. Uh, if needs be, I'll get the agreement. So he's really trying to pass this. He's just giving Viagra to strangers in hopes they move to his town, as well as couples already there. What are you talking about? People that have babies, the the average age of people who who have a baby is much lower than the average age of people who needs Viagra. He's giving them out to age 18 through 40. Uh, chance of conception thus preserve the schools of the two villages. Um, Fucking just build a build a plant and bring in some jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd think there's other ways to go about <laughs> this a little bit. Um, Imagine or, if that uh, was like FDR's New Deal, like part of his 13-point plan. We're just going to hand out Viagra. What? Like, no, we'll create jobs and like, of businesses and then I mean you're not gonna let get a lot of guys voting no. Yeah. 
I'm not voting yes. You ever done Viagra? Is that a question I'm allowed to ask on this show? I'm also not voting no. I have not, um, which actually is a little surprising. Um, I do know my sister listens regularly now. Hey, Renee. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, no, I, I, I have not. You think curiosity and cats. I mean, I'll get there at some point. I just um, don't know how you go about how, you, how one would go about, like, if you're, like, going about asking for that from, from anyone. I mean, I lived with a pharmacist for a while. I guess I could have explored that route if I really wanted to. Yeah, the only um, way in college is that you do it is if someone came up to you and was like, dude, I got Viagra, you want to try it? Then you're, you're definitely like, yeah, I'll give that a try. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't be shy. Why not? YOLO. Yeah. yeah. Cuts to you digging a hole and fucking the backyard. Just the, the backyard. Jesus. <laughs> Just digging um, one hole in the grass. <laughs> Hi, Renee. All right, let's move on. Better the day. Speaking of Stranger Things. Oh, that's bullshit. I mean, Coca-Cola is bringing back a new Coke in honor of Stranger Things, a.k.a. Coca-Cola and Stranger Things and Netflix have a big, big advertisement deal. Yep. Who cares? We're leaning right into it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the Stranger Things preview that they leaked out? Yeah, I loved it. Um, I don't care. <laughs> I watch Stranger Things for such a different reason than other people do. Right. I don't time ca- piece. Yes. I don't care about the upside down world or what right. what's the creature called? I don't know what it's called. Demogorgon. Demogorgon. I don't even care about that at all. The the cinematography and the producers and directors, their ability to capture that time period and make yeah. me nostalgic for it when I never even was alive during it is amazing. Like yeah. that small town Michigan, it's Michigan, right, or Indiana vibe. They capture it so well that I love watching it for that. It's the same way the Sandlot captured 1950s America perfectly. Right. Or what you thought or what you wish 1950s America was. They right. ca- they capture that perfectly. Stranger Things does that for the 80s. Amazing. So they've done fall twice. So now this new season takes place in summer and they're going to like the mall and the swim club and I'm so excited for all those new visuals and all those new nostalgia timepieces to come from this new season. I don't care about yeah. the Demigord. I watch it for such a different reason than majority of people. Yeah, I think my my dog kind of gets a Demogorgon vibe going sometimes when he's acting up, um, so I'm vested there. But no, I, I think the timepiece part of it is cool. I, I always have, a, I mean, it's one of my favorite parts of Thrones or, I mean, even I, I've mentioned numerous times that Django Unchained is one of my favorite movies. Because I love when you can have a main topic and something you're going at, and you could just mix in just the right bit of humor. Yeah. Um, just the tasteful in- amount to keep it going within the realm of your show, to not make it too over-the-top comedy. It's, it's a, it's a, there's a fine line. And I think Stranger Things is great at that. Yeah. Um, just, just mixing in the one-liner with the little sci-fi stuff that I'm not against um, and, and some other good stuff. So, yeah, Billy and the moms chilling by the pool. You excited for it? Not not excited for. I'm not as huge of. Billy got too popular for me. Billy was the villain and then the hero, right? Uh yeah, like the the tough bigger brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. new kid in town. Oh, the Australian actor. You'd have to tell me that. Oh, shirtless a lot. Steve is the guy I'm thinking of. 
you're thinking of Steve, the main character. Billy's the guy that moved into town. He's got the mullet. He's got the tough guy, yeah, 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 80s yeah. vibe or whatever it is going on. Cool. I'm excited. Uh, we talked nice. a lot about, if anyone's interested in six-pack cinema, we talked a lot about there was a whole lawsuit for that and stuff. But let's move on to Better of the Day. Better of the Day. It's the Better of the Day. Better of the Day. Better of the Day. Bet of the day, it's the bet of the day. Jakey Jakey continues to make such awful mistakes. He is now officially 500 for a lifetime. He's 46 and 46 with the loss yesterday. He is well under 500 in the NBA, which was the goal to be above by the end of the season. So all offseason, he could say, I'm above 500 in the NBA. And worst of all, he is now no longer above 500 on Tuesdays. So a big, tough loss for you yesterday, Jake. You are in panic mode. I got to believe. I think you are in reverse bet yourself time. You're 0 for your, oh, last, yeah. 0 for your last 7. It's sad. It's desperate. It's impressive. No, it's it's very impressive. The, yeah. the regular listeners know when to pick up on that. They've just won 7 straight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the goal here. Where, where are you going um, tonight? Well, the only lines I have for tomorrow are the baseball, um, and that's fine. Maybe need to maybe need to bump some elbows around in there. Um, you know what, Jim? Oh, I have bad news for you, Jake. What's that? You're six and five currently in the MLB. So this is reeking of you just taking another sport and going to five hundred. No, this is this is extending a lead. Um, I, I don't need the negative. Oh shit! You're ten and nine on Wednesdays. So if you lose this baseball, you will bump Wednesdays and MLB from above five hundred. This is pressure. What's your pick? <laughs> There's no pressure. It's an easy bet. Um, Jimmy, basically even money coming back here. Nationals, Mets, Jim. The Mets are favored. Know who's on the mound for the Nats, Jim? Scherzer. Scherzer. They just lost two games. Scherzer's an absolute nut job. They're going to get this game. Pick the pick the Nats, $20, win 20, get out of there. Nationals. All right. He, uh, Scherzer... He's play, faced the Mets twice already this year. 7.2, two earned runs, 6.1, four earned runs. So that's, I mean, that actually makes me think he's going to be good again, not bad. DeGrom's coming off a terrible start, Jake. Um, I think the Marlins blew him up. Five innings, six earned runs. And versus the Nationals this year, decent start. So now, now you've put me in a bind, Jake, where I, I agree with you. I think, like, I would lean Nationals winning, but I'm not a complete and utter fool. Jakey, right. Jakey, about to make a big mistakey. You're the same as the Warriors. Until the Warriors are not the Warriors, I will bet the Warriors. Right. Until you win, I can't. 
What's your record you. on the year for our new listeners? 40 and 52. Okay, not bad. You're not bad. You're 46 and 46. You're better than me, but lately you're not. You're I'm, just, I'm letting the new listeners know, Jim. They just need to know. We you're updated o- them on how the show goes. So. You're, up for, you're, uh, you're O for your last seven. And you're, yep. you have so much on the line. You have MLB on the line. You have w- Wednesdays on the line. And you, have on your, the line. and you have your overall record on the line. But but Flor- I think you just reversed the jinx. Florgan uh, agrees with you. He says Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Yeah. I think the jinx has been reversed. Thank you, Florgan. About time. What's your what's your worst ever streak? What- well, no, dude. I was just hot for so long. This had to happen. This is your coldest streak, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, but well, I mean, o- you just broke past- it. You just broke Over the it. past three weeks, I think I'm still above 500, right? Because I was like nine and one. Um. So yeah, I, we don't watch watch the Nats tomorrow, people. Well, actually, you're nine and eight in your last three weeks. You like that or whatever? So uh, yeah, this big is, game tomorrow. So it's on the line. There's a lot on the line. Big game. <laughs> uh, all right, so you'll tra- you'll be traveling tomorrow. Uh, whatever Wednesday, as people are listening to this on the podcast app, uh, and we will be back. On Thursday, we're doubling up again, one in the morning, one at night. So enjoy that. See you guys later. Thanks for hanging out with us. Get a rhythm. Get a rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, get a rock and roll feeling in your bones. Put taps on your toes. Get gone, get a rhythm. When you get the blues. Well, I sat and I listened to the shoe shine boy, and I thought I was gonna jump with joy. Slapped on the shoe polish, left and right, it took a shoe shine raggedy head.